Hey everybody, this is Pastor Joey Nelson from Christ Temple Church's Young Adult Ministry Community. Each week we're going to upload the message from our Wednesday night service in hopes that we can help build your faith, uplift you in your walk with Christ, and as Proverbs 27:17 says, to help iron sharpen iron. So enjoy this week's message. While we were praying, I really sensed in the spirit that there is just a spirit of heaviness that's been walked into this room. I'm just going to keep my eyes closed, but multiple people in this room are carrying the spirit of heaviness, and I'm going to read scripture over you to remind you of what the word says. It says, to appoint unto them, this is Isaiah 61. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So, right now, spirit of heaviness, spirit, you unclean, unwelcome spirit of heaviness, go now in Jesus' name. You have no place here. We renounce you. If you are carrying and walking in that spirit of heaviness, I want you to open your mouth and say, I renounce the spirit of heaviness. Joy, joy now in Jesus' name. It says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You declare the word of the Lord over you. Spirit of heaviness, you must be broken off and gone. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, that there is a garment of praise being put on by your people in this room. We put on the garment of praise. We wear praise. That is who we are. That is what we do. We wear praise to where you are glorified, O God. That spirit of heaviness, you will walk in one way and leave another. Walk in one way and leave another. It does not have to happen in an altar. It does not have to, have to happen in a light and smoke-filled, loud sanctuary. It could happen right here, right now. Delivered from that spirit of heaviness. Anything to distract you, anything to bring you down, then, then the enemy wins. He has stolen your joy. He has killed off what God has created, that life. Right now it's broken. And that garment of praise would be about you for that spirit of heaviness. You are, he has said, he's called us trees of righteousness, planting of the Lord. The Lord has planted you a tree of righteousness so that he may be glorified. That's the fruit that the, the rest of the world needs to see, this big blossoming tree of righteousness. So I declare that over you tonight, that you would be set free from that. Freedom now in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. All right. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Where's that dun dun dun? Oh, and James is up front. Yay! In a chair. Amen. I feel amazing. I'm in a normal chair. Uh, it's it's the little things, it really is. It is just rejoicing in each and every moment because this is this limited time is faithfulness and yeah. what is coming here. Good. That's good. Does anybody else have any praise before we go? Because I feel like sometimes we give such weight to the, the things that like literally weigh us down spirit of heaviness is only evident when it's made welcome if you pray for my niece she's uh gained some weight 
pray for my needs. Okay. Um, whenever a spirit of heaviness is allowed into the room uh, or allowed in your life, it wants to stay there, so it, it'll make everything else seem and this isn't a positivity message because i'm not a a public speaker i'm not a motivational speaker uh, i will not ever lead myself to i will not lead anybody else to believe that um, if anything i point out the negative so it can be cut out but if if the only reason the spirit stays around is because it's made welcome and because it's fed everything of the enemy is a flip of what God wants. He's a counterfeiter, and if it looks and it looks like it has as much power as God, then he'll bet that he'll bite on it, and you'll make it a part of you. If you if you ingest a lie long enough, you'll be full of lies. If you just like if you lie to yourself enough, you can start believing that lie is the truth. If you fill yourself up with the things of heaviness, the, the spirit of heaviness, the spirit of depression, the spirit of every, all these other spirits, they're made welcome. You create an atmosphere for where they are made welcome and they're like, I'm just going to sit right here. Nobody's going to bother me because you're so, you're so focused on those things. So this isn't positivity. This is scripture. When you speak of the things that God has done, it overshadows the thing that the enemy has done. And the darkness can't stand against the light. When, the, when light is shown on something, what happens to bugs? They scatter. When spirits, dark spirits, have crept into your life and you've allowed them to stay, whether by choice or by just being whooped. Sometimes we can just allow ourselves to be whipped to the point to where... We allow stuff to just like beat us up and we let it stay there. Mm -hmm. But if we do the flip, if we're, if depression is evident where, where you are focusing on the dark, where you are listening to things, watching things that, that praise darkness, mm -hmm. darkness will, darkness will inhabit it. If you flip that and, and start praising the things of God, the good things that he's done. Everyone in here has, has one thing to praise him for. You're alive, you're breathing. Yeah. That's yeah. two, sorry. Yeah. It starts multiplying really quick. So, But that's how God works. You start praising him for one thing, all of a yeah. sudden you see, oh gosh, there's more, there's more, there's more, there's exactly. more, there's more. God's blessings multiply. You have to start... If you start thinking about it and start seeing how that works, you'll start seeing and have discernment a lot on the things that the devil tries to teach you. And then the, these dark spirits and unclean spirits try to breed in you. They'll try to make you, it, well, this, if the doctors say, and these specialists say, and these counselors say, then I must be. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying don't listen to your doctors. Okay, before anybody does that. But when... When you start putting things on you, assigning things on you, you're literally, you have a deed here, you have this, you can sit here. If I sign a, if I sign a deed, uh, I just sold something the other day, uh, I signed a bill of sale that says, what's my property is now this man's property. Mm -hmm. It's his property, but it's, it was still assigned to me. So 
if if I give that over to him, it's his. And this, I don't know who this is for, but sometimes when we um, when we try to take things into our own power and instead of letting God do what he's going to do and we start letting him or we start doing the things that we think are right instead of doing the things that are holy we'll, we'll get mixed up real quick and we'll get we'll fall into a lot of the traps that that these spirits like to uh, like to trick us on it sounds good and there's enough information to back it up so it must be true there's enough information in the scripture to counteract any lie that the enemy ever wrote. Mm -hmm. he, I, I know that our, our society focuses a lot on the demonic. There's a lot of evil that is prevalent in the world today. But once the light is shown on a subject, look at how quick it is to be picked up. Uh, and look how quick the enemy tries to put darkness back on it. But once it's exposed, you, you can't really take that back. He can't really take that back even. Don't, don't doubt that he has power, but know that God's power supersedes his power. God's power will always outweigh anything the enemy has to throw at you. It's the only two that has power is Jesus and God. Hmm? The only two that has power is Jesus and God. devil has power. Devil has power. He doesn't have all power. He doesn't have power that can stand against Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can wreck him real quick. He can't stand. He literally has to bow in his presence. When when that scripture says that every knee will bow, the devil will bow at Jesus. Yes. He can't stand in his presence. He literally can't stand in his presence. So when Jesus comes around, the devil has to kneel. Start claiming authority on that stuff. What, that's not what I'm going to talk about today. <laughs> well, I asked for it early. I asked for it early. I went, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> but, but what we're going to talk about today, if you haven't got those, scan those, they'll be up again later. And it was really unfortunate that we had the report that someone got shot because that's what we're talking about today is triggers. Oh. Very unfortunate. Wow. But if that young man hadn't put action behind that trigger, that young the other person would have been shot. Mm -hmm. That's why we're bringing this to, to the forefront today. Triggers. And I need everybody, if you don't have a piece of paper, you have to have a piece of paper today. Or you have to like write on something. Or, or type, a, type a note out on your phone. We're going to be active participation. Now, this definition is really easy to find. You can Google it and you can find it. Um, but look at that raging human being. Triggers. I wanted to find a picture of Karen, but my mother-in-law's name is Karen, so that's, <laughs> that's kind of unfortunate, too. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> she is sweet. She's amazing. But we're going to talk about triggers. Um, a trigger, the definition of a trigger is a person, place, thing, or situation that elicits an intense or unexpected emotional response. Now, in what we're talking about in here, 
everyone throws that word around. It's just like how popular it is what it is was, um, how popular it was to say I just threw them under the bus or they threw me under the bus and all that kind of stuff. Now, I've been triggered. They're triggering me. It's... It's, it's common day language for stuff that is old because there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, the devil doesn't have new tricks. He just has new ways to dress it. Mm-hmm. So you can think that, oh, well, this isn't what so, sister so-and-so went through or brother so-and-so had, so this must be something new. There are no new demons. They don't reproduce. They were not created to reproduce. Now, if you go into certain studies and start talk, looking at Nephilim, God wiped that out. The spirits are still around, but don't get so focused on that. Um, again, everything that the enemy ever created, God's power is super, 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 ten times, billion times, trillion times, and then we could keep counting till the, till the infinite, and it wouldn't cover how big God's power is compared to Satan's and the demonic. Um, I need you to understand that demonic power is real. I need you to understand that Satan's power is real because if God God authorized him to have power, he doesn't revoke it. But he doesn't revoke it, but he stands in authority before it. If God says that, that... I'm going to prosper you and give you a future. And the devil says that you're going to lack and die. Whose word stands? God's. God's. Real simple answer, but we need to know this and we need to say this out loud. Mm -hmm. If a devil tells you that I'm going to kill you, I'm going to take you up, I'm going to take your whole family. But God's already promised that he will prosper generations. He has blessings that will last to a thousand generations. Yeah. God's. Who's going to win on that one? Now we can now we can take that and we can make that true by agreeing with what the devil says because if we agree on the on the de- demonic or on the heavenly, whether you think you can or you can't, as Abraham Lincoln said, you're right. Whether you think you can or cannot, you are right. Whether you think that the devil wins. And you assign that to, to that the demonic powers are higher. Does it make it true? No. But you brought it into agreement that here on the earth, they can do whatever they want to. Because God has given you a free will. And if you have a free will and you agree with the devil, then that devil's going to run all over you and anyone attached to you. But, but God, if you agree with God and what he has said about you, doesn't mean you're going to have an easy road, but it does mean that you have the promise of power, authority, and even though you're in a fight, if anybody has the appearance of power about them, somebody's going to try to take them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So if it triggers you, if it elicits a response to you, know that there's someone back there waiting on you to put action to it. Whether it's an action for the heavenly or for the demonic, mm-hmm. right. yeah. And and all it is it is is an opportunity for glory or an opportunity an opportunity for a need of repentance and redemption. Because yeah. even if we choose the demonic, mm-hmm. yeah. God still wins. That's right. Yeah. 
He will still see the glory. That doesn't mean that we're going to not have to pay a consequence here on earth and not have to pay a consequence later on in glory. If you know him. If you know him is a very big, if you know him, four-word phrase. Or if you associate with him. It might get thick. It might not. But I hope you I hope you grasp that a trigger is something that without action put upon it is ineffective. It is a weapon being uh, formed against you. Oh, that's so good. But if you don't agree with it, now you you're still going to get attacked. But it ain't going to take you out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we focus so much on the physical that we see attacks on the human body, and we think the devil is one. No. No, no, no. If they know Jesus, there is no victory for hell. There is no victory in hell, period. Why do we buy that lie that the devil wins anything? He's going to burn, too. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hell and everything in it is going to be dumped into, into the lake of fire, and then he's going to be dumped there, too. So why are we buying a lie that the devil's going to win anything? <coughs> Triggers have to be pulled. You have to be in agreement in order for something to continue. There will be opposition. Yeah. Weapons will be formed against you, but they will not prosper. Whether we think they prosper because we see physical evidence, or whether we know that they prosper or they don't prosper because we have the protection of the Holy Spirit and a promise from a God that cannot be beaten. What do you think of when you think of the word triggered? You can write that down. Um, write down, uh, uh, we've got a couple of different uh, questions that I'm going to pose to you, and then we're going to talk about it. Um, if, you, if, if, we, if I let everybody talk on what triggers you, we'll be in here and we'll most likely go into, the, into giving glory to demonic, so we're not going to go, I'm not going to be that... that uh, negligent to let you guys roam into that realm but i want you to think and i want you to write down three things that trigger you one for the heavenly or three for the heavenly and three for that are demonic opposition that comes against you on the regular because you need to be aware if you start practicing and looking for the things that the devil used to trigger you which trigger is just a temptation it's a it's a, it can be a part of a weapon that can be used to take you out, or it can be a part of a weapon that God can show his glory by you being obedient and him not letting that. It's the safety. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to have a gun safety lesson, but uh, I can let you and, and Michael and any other gun enthusiast handle that. I will not because I'm just not. I was never allowed to hunt as a child because we were too violent with our fists. Um, <laughs> but we were allowed to have throwing stars. Go figure that. Um, but a trigger. Trigger is a temptation. It's not profitable or, or it's not effective unless there's an action put to it. Now, a gun can be placed in your hand, but unless there's ammunition in there that is pulled upon and, and all the reactions that are, that are reg, that are, I don't know what word I'm trying to reach for. Uh, that are necessary for for the for the actual ejection of a 
projectile. <laughs> <laughs> you got there. Got to be careful. Um, <laughs> unless there's an action that goes into agreement with how the, how the weapon is manufactured and how the plan is laid out there, if you don't act on it or you don't entertain it, you're not going to be the one that, that falls for it or, or that wounds or that is wounded. Self-inflicted wounds come in the Christian community too. Yeah. It comes in the into the church. We also like to shoot each other. Come on. Come on. But that's a whole other realm. Um, I want you to think of mainly, and I want you to think of this mainly, what are the things, and these three things that you've written down, that push you to praise God and push further into your walk with Christ? Three things that, that whenever, they, whenever they occur, whether they be demonic or heavenly, notice what my language is, not positive or negative. Come on now. Because you think positivity and negativity, you start going into a whole other thing that's not... Not really Christianity. Positivity will lead you, lead you to hell. Um, negativity will keep you bound. But we're not talking about that. It's all it's all heavenly or demonic. What are now that if you've written those down, um, keep those and, and I want you to meditate on those. And when I say meditate on those, I don't mean mm, no none of that junk. I'm talking about think on these things. And then start looking in the word. Why do these things make me want to? And then now on those three things that are demonic. Because even I don't care how holy you are. You got things against you. Demonic things that, that occur and reoccur in your life. That constantly pop up in your head. Even if you're not scrolling on a, on a social media app. You got things that pop up. That the enemy knows that if I keep throwing that bait out there. They might bite. Mm-hmm. Whether it be pornography, whether that's an easy one, whether it be uh, lying, whether it be uh, stealing, yeah, stealing. Christians steal. Christians steal. Yeah. And Christians, like real Christians, real blood bought, blood bought believers, still fall into it. If we can sin in all these other areas, there are people that deal with this too. But what triggers kind of make you want to drop the dead uh, drop the new new creation and pick up the old one mm -hmm. because that's what we're doing when we when we allow these triggers to uh, fire off for for the demonic when we fall for a lie that the enemy has given us when we allow ourselves to negate what God has said about us and what God has said in his word we are effectively digging up a corpse and putting that suit on. Mm -hmm. Who wants to stink like that? <laughs> Anybody? Raise your hand if you want to smell like a dead body. Mm -hmm. Because when you put on you put on Christ, when you are saved, when you allow him to make you a new creation, you're new. Not just, I can't wait till I get to heaven until I get my new body. You are a new creation. You are something that is not originated on this earth, even though you're in a meat suit. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're walking around in flesh and bone, what is what is now walking on this earth is how you were originally created to be. Who God intended you to be when you become 
a child of God, that's who we were always intended to be. And that's, what's, that's what walks around. The heavenly walks around on earth. It has never been on earth before, but we don't think that. We think that we, ha we constantly have to dig that old thing up. And because our, uh, the word of our testimony is how people know how good God is. And I think I said this last or the last time I preached. The word of our testimony is not to glorify the, the past. It's to show this is where I was and this is how good he is. Mm -hmm. It's not, a, it's not about how good you've gotten. Mm -hmm. Your testimony isn't about how good you've gotten since Jesus came into your life. Mm -hmm. It's how evident God is mm -hmm. and how the heavenly things mm -hmm. manifested. Yeah. Oh, that's a word <laughs> that, that the devil uh, misappropriated. <clears throat> they come from heaven down to earth. And when you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior... You are a brand new creation, but when you fall into these little things that are weapons that are formed against you that shouldn't be prospering, but you bite and you give action to that trigger, yeah. death comes upon you. Death is made home. Death is made welcome, and all of his friends come with it. Right. Whatever you have that's coming against you does not come alone. Because they don't have the authority that God does, so they have to walk, they have to act in packs, just like in nature. When wolves, wolves are huge. Anybody ever seen a wolf in real life? Yeah, I have. Wolves are huge. That thing should be able to take out anything, but they walk, well, they work in packs because they know it's more efficient. God has designed them that way to be more efficient killers. Mm -hmm. The demonic is even more efficient, and they're even more apt to, to work in the way that they're created. So when we're supposed to be new creations, and we're supposed to put on the heavenly... <sighs> we're supposed to put on the heavenly... God, you too funny. <laughs> too funny. Too funny. <laughs> but when we're putting on the things from heaven, <laughs> the thing, things that God has birthed in us from heaven, here on earth, I'm bound and determined not to let anything fly. <laughs> when the heavenly comes to earth, man, it should not look like anything we've ever, we should not act like anything we've ever been. We should not try to call to remembrance anything that we ever was, because that is not who we are. When we are, we are when we are, accept God as uh, who He is, and, and He makes us who He wanted us to be. We don't have any anything to do with all these old things. I want everyone to. While you've written those, those three things that are demonic, I want you to realize that anything demonic... Yes, ma'am. Um, just for clarity's sake, so yes. I would not be further lost. Yes. In terms of triggers, um, are you... You said the, the godly triggers and the ungodly triggers. Are you talking about something that will trigger you positively, uh, that will switch you on the right path, and something that will trigger you that something or you heard something or saw something that will trigger you in, are you, 
Um, so if it's if it's things of God that something that triggers you and it's going to get a little bit, I'm not going to speak on everything that I have written today because it it would it'll mess not just not not just one up it'll mess a lot up if I try to unpack this real quick, but because we're going to go into how when the demonic occur when the demonic like manifests in front of you and when demonic things happen it can be turned for your good. And I know that's a that's a weird thing. To, don't wish for it. But yes, um, triggers that push you towards God, and triggers that push you away from God. But which most triggers are meant for your evil, or meant meant for evil. So, and if you have any, if anybody has any other questions, if I'm moving too fast or talking too fast, stop me. Because my wife has to tell me to slow down all the time. But while we while we talked about it, I'll go there right now. So if it's demonic and it's occurring and it's constantly popping up and 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 it's it's a true something that causes you to sin. Let's just be that blunt. Or something that causes you to drift away from God. Something that causes you to choose hell over heaven. Yeah. If it's something, you don't have to, there is a, there is a time and, and place when you see these things that you'll rejoice. Not because, oh, I wish that I was struggling. Oh, I wish that I was under this amount of weight so that I could prove I'm holy. No. But when you do have things that come against you from the demonic, when you do have things that are constantly coming up, know that it's because your identity is showing stronger than who the devil wants you to be. When demonic things start occurring and start being so prevalent that you can't hardly see through them, know that it's because the devil's threatened yeah. on who God has made you to be and who God has said that you are supposed to be. When the, I used to have horrible, horrible nightmares, and I used to have horrible, horrible visions of demonic, like to the point to where my mother had to pray over me. I've, I've said this in here before, but some of you haven't heard this. I would, my mother would read the word and I would hear a voice that was not heavenly. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until finally she, she laid hands on it that that thing broke. So the reason why I'll show you that is that there can be things that are, that are, are definitely good, that are definitely meant for your good, that the enemy tries to want to make you believe are bad. Mm-hmm. And just as there are things that are bad. God will use them for your good. I know that was kind of back and forth, back and forth, and that's kind of, it's muddy. Um, when you are someone, and everyone in here, I need you to realize, not just preachers, not just worship leaders, not just the people that are popular, not just the people that are the most popular Christian that you can think of. You are, you have the same Holy Ghost inside you. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Your voice and your life will shake the gates, will keep the gates of hell closed from people that are destined to be warriors for Christ. But if, if but if if we allow these things to be to take us out, they will they'll, they'll do exactly that and they'll take others out. 
Triggers are, are something that has to be acted upon. So when we have demonic triggers always happening, always happening, always happening, you need to know that that is a sign, and it doesn't have to be a big, majestic, miraculous thing. That is a sign that God wants you to conquer. That is not a sign that you are meant to be under that. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. Everything that I've ever gone against, and this isn't Pat Joey on the back day because I couldn't have done it in my own power. Everything that I've ever gone up against in the, in the, in the spiritual, when I've gone through it, it felt so horrible and felt so, so much that it was just death waiting to just escort me out. But everything that he brought me through has always been something that God would use for his good. Yeah. It says in the word that he, by our weakness, he will be shown to be strong. He will be, he will be made strong in the eyes of men. In other words, everything that you go through, if you're going through countless, countless peril of the same type, meaning that if you're constantly assaulted with thoughts of suicide and depression, that's not your identity. That's your ministry. That's right. Oh, that's so good. If that, if you think that you're constantly under all these these heavy heavy thoughts and that's what's meant to take you out no that's meant to be Come on, you're not limited to that ministry but that's part of your ministry to help someone else get out mm -hmm. yeah. we only think of ministry as going out and handing out tracts and telling people that they need to be saved but when you are constantly being, uh, let's, let's go further into that. When you're a constant be, if you're constantly thought of in your own mind, not just people telling you that you can't, like you can't do what such and such do, does. If you're in your mind, you're constantly being hit with, you could never do that because you don't like to speak in public. I've, I've ventured to tell you, uh, I've, I've Everyone's not going to be a, a, a Oral Roberts. No one. Not everybody's going to be a Billy Graham. Not everyone's going to be whoever else is popular and ministers to thousands and hundreds <laughs> of millions. At, when it comes to a Billy Graham, but if you think back to even Moses, yeah, an yeah. orphan, mm -hmm. a murderer, mm -hmm. a. a, a, a a man that literally took the laws that were handed down to God and smashed them after receiving them because he saw a point of frustration. Yeah. And what did God do with him? And then it, other examples. You look at John the Baptist, who, who everyone thought was crazy. He ate locusts and honey. He wore camel skin, and he stunk to high heaven. Because you can't wear that and not stink if you've never been around a camel. They stink. But God used him to be the forerunner of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, he laid the red carpet out for God to come in the flesh mm -hmm. and do That's everything awesome. that he was going to do. Yeah. So every dark thing and every everything that's coming to coming against you to try to take you out, triggers that are meant for your destruction, God will use for your good. If, if you see them, if you see the, what is against that, what is the antithesis of that? What is the opposite of that? 
If God says that you are, if, if he audibly tells you, it's amazing. But if he just tells you and shows you that you are meant to be someone that ministers on a, on a higher level than just, you know, like being a good Christian person. I can tell you from, from my own standpoint, I saw my sin as being too heavy to where, it, to where I would never, ever be able to speak of the things that God can bring me through because I thought I was going to die before I reached the age of 25. The devil told me the day, like the age that I would die at. That was actually the day that, like the age that I got free from yeah. a lot wow. like so literally, wow. literally. And I'm like, I got Holy Ghost goosebumps right now. Yeah. But like literally, the, and that's because I just got that revelation while I was sitting here. The literal age that he told me I would die at is the age that I was actually freed from, uh, freed from my sin. Free from religion. Come on. Yeah. Religion in its purest form is not bad. But being religious, thinking that you're better than someone because you know someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or at least you know his name because if you knew him, you knew he wouldn't act like that. <laughs> <laughs> The devil told me that the year that I would die, and God showed himself evident because I yielded to his voice. Yeah. It, a trigger was meant to take me out, and, it had, and, I, and I saw the barrel, I saw the bullet in the, in the, in the barrel, and I saw the hand on the, on the, on the weapon. Because he shows himself, because he knows that in his own power, he can't really take me out. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all need to realize that, even though weapons are formed against you, God's got greater. God's got a bigger gun. Yeah. God has an army. The devil has a a, a section of an army. Right. right. He's got a troop. God has a whole. He has a, a what what would be bigger than a troop? Of course. Uh-huh. He's got a core, and he's got a core of cores, and he's got, just think, if you look up into the sky and see how big that is, and then think about how far we can't see, and then we think, and this is just God's creation, that's not even his power, that's just what he spoke into existence, that is an evidence of God's power, and that is his will being done in the heavenly, and here on earth, but... If he can do that with just saying it, and the devil, only thing he can do is whisper in your ear and tell you tell you that you can't, and telling you that just because someone said this about you that that's who you are, and God says otherwise, who's right? God. Thank you. <laughs> Second Corinthians ten five. I want us to go there. And it's 830. <laughs> um, I want, I want to focus on this and we're going to close. 10, 5, 2 Corinthians 10, 5. And I looked this up in multiple different versions and it still was just so powerful. And most of the time when we read this, uh, it's, it's, if we go to 2 Corinthians 10, it's when we talk about what, what the actual war is for your soul is about. It's not against 
flesh and blood. It's, it's against the principalities, powers. But if we look at verse 5, it says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That was in the New Living Translation. Uh huh. Read after that, and after you after you become fully obedient, we'll punish everyone who remains disobedient. We're gonna we're gonna go fast. Look at the obvious facts. Those who say they belong to Christ must must recognize that we belong to Christ as much as they do. I may seem to be boasting too much about the authority given to us by the Lord, but our authority builds you up. It doesn't tear you down. So I will not be ashamed of using my authority. So if God has things that prompt you onto the heavenly... And the devil's been triggering you with a lot of negativity. Demonic. Yeah. Call it what it is. If it's if it's if it's for an effort to steal, kill, and destroy, yeah. it's demonic. It's not it's just call call sin what it is. Talk like hell is real, sin is real. Um, if it's not in agreement with what God created us to be and who God created us to be. It's demonic, okay? So if God has this authority over Satan, over everything demonic, over everything that, that is evil that is set against you, and he said that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, I need you to realize, and God wants you to realize, that everything heavenly... Will conquer always, even though we might not see it here on earth. Those weapons that are formed against you, may, they won't prosper. They may take out the physical when they're formed against our physical bodies, but God's glory will not be denied. So even though these demonic triggers may be formed against you, know that God is standing there waiting for you to realize the power that is in the authority that is given to you by the Holy Spirit and by through Christ's blood that was shed for you, yeah. that did away with every evil work, every evil lie, it put it under subjugation of God's word. Mm -hmm. yeah. So 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Look, that, look at that verse. Go back and read 2 Corinthians um, uh, chapter 10. Because it, and all the letters of Corinthians are really, really great. Um, sometimes we're sitting there and we'll, you'll see things that are evident in your church. Do not, do not spend time pointing out the flaws in your church. Yeah. Right. Because that's yeah. another trigger. Mm -hmm. wow. The devil wants, the devil's biggest trick, and he's got a couple of them. But one of the biggest ones is just, just to get your focus off enough to where you don't see what God and who God wants you to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and how his glory will be done here on the earth. He wants you to be focused on everything that is demonic and everything that is temporal and not, not the things that are the infinite of God. If it's not going to last, quit putting all your precious time into it. <clears throat> you put so much effort. I've, I've been guilty of it too. I put so much effort on looking at the things that only God can correct. Right. That's good. 
Right. It's not by my power, but by His that anything can be done that can wreck the spiritual and the, wreck the demonic so that the heavenly can be present. If I try to do it in my own will, that's witchcraft. Let God be God. Let him do what he can do. And watch, watch how he changes you. Watch how you start seeing the heavenly more than you see the demonic. Watch how you think on the things of God by putting on the mind of Christ. That's how we put on the mind of Christ, by focusing on the things that God has for us mm -hmm. and what he said about us and what he said in his word. But if we don't read it, we don't know it. If we don't know his voice, when another shepherd comes to tell you to go this way, mm -hmm. sounds good enough, let's go. Yeah. God's word. Two things that come to my mind real quick, and I hit it real quick. One scripture where you kept on talking about you have to know your God. There's a scripture that says, they that know their God should do great exploits and be strong. Yeah. It made me think about, and I'm not going to go deep on that, but Paul had a trigger, and it was agitation with the spirit of divination in the girl. Mm -hmm. He didn't pay it no mind, he rebuked it. Yep. And then, even though he suffered the consequence, God still got the glory in the sure I'm going to go deep on that. And then also, David, the same, where everybody triggered into fear, he said, is there not a cause? Next work next week we'll try to talk a little bit more on triggers. I'm gonna do my best to not go too far into things and let people digest because sometimes I yeah. tend to shove steak down babies' throats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not saying I'm anything. I'm saying if he downloads a lot to me, I'm super, super anxious to give, 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 give. So hopefully you get yeah. it. And yeah. sometimes you have to let stuff marinate. Mm -hmm. instead of like not incorporating God but instead of allowing God to be in and, and above mm -hmm. in the situation we'll, we'll be like God please bless this but we haven't even at, involved him in the process mm -hmm. yeah. um, God please bless this job that I want mm -hmm. have you sought me for it yeah. you gave it to me well, maybe the devil gave you that job <laughs> I've been on a few and I'm like that's definitely a demon right there <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, and all these blessings that we ask for, if we ask amiss, God, please bless my will so it can be yours. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It don't work that way. And then the frustration comes with trying to trying to make holy something that was not born of the, of the Spirit. So uh, next week we'll try to go, go further. Um, be in prayer because this is something that's like, God really put on me because not just because it's popular speak but it's again we've taken we've taken as a society we've taken the word trigger which is really just temptation or or opportunity so it's either temptation or opportunity temptation to do the demonic or opportunity for God's glory mm -hmm.
that's why things that when demonic comes against you it's not it is meant to, meant to take you out but it's it's also an opportunity for God to show off yeah. not that he needs it he's God so let's let's pray and enjoy those cupcakes afterwards um, God we thank you for everything that you are revealing God we glorify you for what you are doing in the hearts and minds in this class in this church and then on this campus, God, we ask that your will would be done and that revelation would come. I ask, God, that we would think on the things that's, that push us towards you so that we can see and see where you're leading us. And I also pray that we would see the things that are triggering us to fall for the devil's lies. Uh, to, to take, like, literally, God, to, to, to set, put self-inflicted wounds on us. So, God, I pray that we would not fall for the devil's tricks. I pray, Father, that there would be discernment and there would be vision yes. that we can see what you want us to see on both sides so that we can counteract the demonic by allowing you to be God and your power to be, be paramount. Yes. We pray that, I pray, God, that everyone under the sound of my voice, if there is anyone afflicted with an unclean spirit, yes. I rebuke all unclean spirits. Yes. I rebuke confusion. I rebuke chaos because God is not the author of either. So right now I pray order and, and, and God, your holy will to be done. I thank you, God, that you are so good to us that this word that is alive and breathing, that if we read it, we will see your very heart and see your very posture towards us. That you've given us a, a literally not just an escape, but God, but you've given us a way to prevent all these things that are put against us. God, we love you and everything that you have for us, God. Let us seek it because we want to know you more. Yes. Not that we have the thing, but we know the, the, the one that gives just because you are. Your blessings come just because you are God. So God, I pray that we would seek you and that when blessings come, we would glorify our Father who is in heaven and, and, show, and show your glory so that men will be drawn to you. So right now in Jesus' name, release us, protect us. And Lord, let, let us not just hold this in, but let us give what you are showing and giving to us to those that need it most, to those that don't know you. Let us show your, show your will being accomplished in our lives so that people can come to know you as our Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hey, I just want to thank you for listening to this week's message. If it encouraged you, share it with someone. We all are on this Christian walk together. We're a body of believers that should be strengthening each other. So if it touched your heart, share it with someone else. If you want to become a part of community, we meet every Wednesday night at 730 after worship at 2400 Johnstown Road, Christ Temple Church in beautiful Huntington, West Virginia. We would love to have you a part of our service and we'd love to meet you. But most importantly, just make sure reach out if you're in need of prayer or if you just need more community.